0: The Last Word with Matt Cooper. So, Conor McGregor has had plenty to say for himself online in recent weeks on immigration, on the Dublin riots, and maybe even hinting at a run for the presidency. Gavin Cooney has been writing for the Journal this week about McGregor and how the last few years he's moved from being one of Ireland's most celebrated sports stars to something of a hero for the far right. Uh, Gavin, there's always been... An element of controversy with Conor McGregor there has to be, it's part of the gig with being a UFC star but as much as he might like to portray himself as something of an outsider, we are talking about someone who not so long ago had huge mainstream popularity in this country it's only a few years since he was voted RTE Sports Star of the Year.
1: Yeah, and like that's hey Nathan, and like what uh, like that's a major um, individual award of of recognition, like Conor McGregor, McGregor voted or Sports Person of the Year in twenty sixteen. And that wasn't any old sporting year for Ireland. It was an Olympic year after the Rio Olympics. Ireland had been to the European Championships. So, you know, it was quite a competitive field. And um, he won via public vote and, you know, at that time he was really at the zenith of his uh, mixed martial arts fighting career. I mean, he had won uh, world titles at two uh, two weights. He was a multi multi millionaire many times over. Uh, and then, of the following year, he he fought that he fought that exhibition boxing match against Floyd Mayweather, kind of improbably uh, making an absolute fortune for himself out of that. So, yeah, it's it's been and it has been a while, I think, since we've thought about him in terms of being quite a relevant sports person for a whole number of reasons. And I'm sure we'll get into a couple of the reasons here today. But he has fought in the UFC since the summer of 2021. Now, he going back this year, but I think he's only fought three or four times since that, uh, since that bout with Floyd Mayweather.
0: Even going back to that time at the height of his popularity. He was no shrinking violet. He was throwing horrendous insults towards his opponents. He called one of them a Nazi. He said he'd ride into Brazilian favela on horseback and kill everyone that was fit to work. And there was an understanding almost that that sort of language was part of the show that he was selling fights. It was It was always kind of hard to know at that stage just what was real and what was just part of the sell. Yeah,
1: that's exactly it, Nathan. I mean like for UFC, uh, selling UFC fights is a little bit like selling very high-profile boxing fights. And the sense That they're on pay per view, so the ones who are the um, ones who were the most successful in that realm are generally the ones who are most famous. And how we how the easiest route to fame is generally by being outrageous. So if you're if you have a force of personality that can match the force of your punch, then you're going right to the top in, in a world like the UFC. And that was precisely what Conor McGregor did. And, and while some people did latch on to a self-made, you know, he he, told, he quit being a plumber and told his dad he'd be a millionaire by the age of 25, and he made it at 26. And I remember reading profiles of him around that time, in around 2015, and and some people styled him as a kind of an avatar for his generation, like the post-crash generation, where hang on, the future isn't what it was promised um, me to be, but I'll just I'll just make my own fortune anyway, and, and damn the rest of you. But uh, as he was selling those f- fights, I mean, and multiple times, his rhetoric f- veered into very ugly territory. You've read a couple of them there as well, around the Floyd Mayweather stuff in 2017, he used phrases like, dance for me boy, and things like that, very, very loaded phrases and and Dana White, who's the president of the UFC, around that time said that Conor is not racist, you know, when these comments were being put to him um, and it's, he he hinted or certainly alluded to the fact that this is these are the kind of this is the standard verbal warfare people engage in ahead of a fight, ahead of physical warfare, as he as he would term it, and also to sell the fight itself. But exactly what you say, I mean, that was the debate in Ireland at the time. If you want to remember back to it, mm. is does he does he mean any of this in what he's saying, um, or is he just selling a fight? And to be honest, does that even matter? I mean, maybe these words have a power in and of themselves uh, to whoever Hearing them, regardless of what power or meaning the person saying them might intend.
0: And those words seem to have more power than ever now with McGregor. When did he start to veer more towards comments on immigration and comments that would be seen more on the right wing side of things?
1: Yeah, so I mean, previously and at the height of his sports career, he was almost studiously, like um, almost deliberately apolitical. He, he tweeted in 2015, 2015 F politics and F religion. I just want to swing a few lefts and a few rights for a couple of hundred million in peace. But the last few years, as his fighting career has kind of died down, he's really he's turned to politics and, and, and all of what you've mentioned. And In terms of being politically engaging politically, it really began around the pandemic, it, uh, uh, March 2020, when the pandemic was just at its outset. He recorded this video calling on Ireland's leaders, political and otherwise, uh, to lock down immediately in the threat of the virus, and he himself donated uh, PPE at a cost himself and, and was seen delivering it to, to various hospitals and f- so forth, but that slowly changed over the pandemic and then in late 2021 as it wore on, McGregor was railing against the notion of mandatory vaccination. He also criticised the number of restrictions in place in Ireland. He said that we don't have leaders in Ireland. He accused them of being uh, lackeys of the European Union and then suggested that Ireland should leave the European Union, which, again, is like a a political pillar of the far right. Um, And then it's it's continued and turned more specifically on immigration in the last, well, maybe in the last year and a half or so, Nathan. It began, as far as we can tell, around the uh, protests at East Wall in 2022. Uh, You may remember that there were far right figures uh, and locals as well. Taking, play, taking part in, in high-profile demonstrations outside a building in the area, which was earmarked for refugee accommodation, uh, and Mcgregor in what were probably his first significant pronouncement on Irish party politics, rounded on the Taoiseach. Uh, he said, "Leo Varadkar should not uh, should not be stepping in to lead our country at present. He should be in hiding." And, and all of this has been ramped up now in the in the last couple of months.
0: And as you say, as far as you can tell, because one of the issues is that quite often he will tweet, but then delete later on, and around the time of the Dublin riots pre-Christmas, there was a huge focus on McGregor and what he was saying online, a real heightened focus on that. What what was happening around the time of, of the Dublin riots and McGregor's social media accounts?
1: The night before the Dublin riots, uh, McGregor tweeted, Ireland, we are at war. Um, and that's a comment that is now reportedly being investigated by Gardaí for inciting violence ahead of the riots. And the day of the riots, uh, McGregor tweeted, you reap what you sow. And we should say that he, is, he did go on social media shortly afterwards to say he does not condone the violence nor the riots. But he has, regardless of his intent or otherwise, he has become a clear reference point for some members of the far right in Ireland um, because there was one mocked up image um, disseminated on far right channels on Telegram around the riots showing an image of McGregor standing in front of a burning bus Uh, with a mob standing behind him Um, now he didn't share that, it was shared on telegram channels uh, but it just goes to show I think the extent to which he has become a reference point for
0: some of those who are on the far right. But Gavin, aside from the tweets and what he's been saying on social media, have there been any real signs of McGregor aligning himself with the far right?
1: I think just in, in, in terms of what we've studied here, Nathan, and in, in our piece on the journal, we just looked really at social media and, and pronouncements ever since the riots, and he, he did... You meant you said he hinted at as a, a run for the uh, for the or- for and as Irish president. He's more than hinted at it. <laughs> <He's>, <laughs> he has repeatedly done so in recent weeks. He scaled it back, and he's he's now making his return to the USC, and is talking about that. And he also uses his social media channels to promote his his very successful whiskey and. Um, and porter business. Uh, but even in the last couple of days, even today, I think he was tweeting uh, in response to uh, an, an RT report on the number of people who have illegally entered Ireland uh, saying that it, saying there was way too many... He said, yeah, ludicrous
0: figures, national security at stake to a RT primetime tweet that uh, over 3,000 people arrived at Dublin airport without a valid identity document in 2023.
1: Yeah, so, and I think the question to ask is why is he using his social media to... to uh, Put out these ideas, which definitely align with uh, what members of the far right in Ireland would believe and uh, have vocally
0: uh, have indeed voiced themselves. The view on McGregor in this country has certainly changed for a lot of people since the peak of his popularity that we spoke about when he's winning the Sports Star of the Year. But there is there is a large other part that have stuck with him and are maybe more enthralled by McGregor than ever before. Outside of this country, have you a sense of what the opinion on him is? Because we are talking about a man now of vast, vast wealth. When he talks about becoming a millionaire, he is one of the most successful, wealthiest sports people in the world over the last decade.
1: Oh yeah, I mean, he is hes one of the most fi- famous Irish men on the planet. You know, and, and continues to be. We saw him at that uh, high-profile boxing fight in, in Saudi Arabia a couple of weeks ago, sitting ringside, Alongside Cristiano Ronaldo, like, mm. so he is, his fame has persisted as, as regards of the opinion in which he's held. It's very difficult to know. He obviously has an enormous following on social media of 10 or so million, but it's been so long since he's fought in the USC. It's, har- it's hard to almost remember him as a sports star, you know, and the fact that he did attract, legitimately did attract a lot of support from uh, in Ireland and abroad for his fights, you know, think back 2015, 16, even the Mayweather, fine 17, there was a sense of like a national occasion. Huge numbers going to of, Vegas. Huge people flying, uh, wrapped in um, you know, like a, a, almost like styling themselves as our generation's Italian 90s. Uh, some people would is how some people going would have seen it.
0: Well even that base Gavin in in the USA, because it's almost 10 years since he last fought in Ireland, it, it, it underlines some of the hypocrisy of what he's saying. Like he was recently calling for the deportation of all those living in Ireland illegally as well as any immigrant convicted of a fine, which of a crime which if that was applied in America would end his UFC career for starters
1: yeah cuz he pleaded guilty to disorderly conduct in the bus attack in a bus attack at a UFC media day in 2018 so it's 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 I personally find it very hard to kind of evaluate his uh, his popularity. It's certainly, it's, it's inconceivable to imagine him winning a popular vote on RT, a person of the Year, for uh, ever again, partly because they've changed that uh, award now, and it's not publicly, it's not a public vote. Uh, he does, I assume, have some... Um, a remaining support among UFC fans but it's so it, it is just so hard to, to establish it because as you say to what kind of realistic uh, like what kind of realistic impression does Twitter really give as to what the mm.
0: whole country thinks Well on think. that then to finish up you know what I'm going to have to ask when you're talking about his ability to win a vote he has shown throughout his career an undeniable ability to build a hugely devoted following that suggestion that a run for president may come at some stage do you believe McGregor could run for office?
1: I wouldn't be massively surprised, just because of what we've seen, not in Ireland but a, like across the West in the last ten years. I mean, Conor McGregor would definitely fit a template in the West of like a, a political leader who comes from way outside politics. He builds his fame and his fortune outside of politics, and then wraps himself in the national flag and you know builds a, builds a campaign primarily on anti uh, on anti immigration rhetoric. So, uh, no, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be at all surprised.
0: All right, Gavin Cooney from the 42.e thanks for joining us. The last word with Matt Cooper. Weekdays from 4.30. Today.